You're listening to Malta Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening uh, where we join our very own uh, Molana Salim Karim on Pertinence uh, Punctuated. And uh, as you know, Molana is uh, very popular on the platforms of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'a. Beloved Molana Salim Karim, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And, and Shazakallah Khair for joining us this evening on uh, your segment of uh, Pertinence uh, Punctuated. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh wa Yes, indeed, a beautiful evening. Alhamdulillah, as we're getting closer to Ramadanul Kareem, Alhamdulillah, the atmosphere of ibadat, connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and trying to lead a pious and inshallah a fruitful life. Absolutely. We must not be selfish, Shafat Bhai. We must, inshallah, include our family. The spirituality must prevail in our homes. We, as individuals, yes, as Allah Pak says in the Quran, Ya ladina amanu. O you who believe, safeguard yourself and your family from the fire of Jahannam. Khud nek bano, or dusro kubi nek banao. Be pious yourself and encourage other people to be pious. So Alhamdulillah, we are on our journey and on the road to success. To welcome the Mubarak month of Ramadan, the first and foremost thing is to correct our intention, our niyat. Okay, why am I making all this sacrifice and qurbani? It is solely for the pleasure of Allah or Allah ko khush karna hai. Allah ki marzi ki mutabik zindagi guzarna hai. As my creator wants me to lead our lives and our final resting abode is the akhirat. So, sabse pehle apne niyat ko durus karo, correct your intention. For no fame and, and name, I'm doing this. I'm doing this solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or number two, Allah ki khushnudi ke liye, Allah ki raza ke liye, for the pleasure of Allah, I'm going to commit myself to the deen of Islam in this Mubarak month. Yeah, Mal- Shairu said, Ji. No, no, I'm, I'm just uh, listening to your, uh, your your preamble there. And as you said, you know, the importance of being, uh, you know, you have to be, uh, you know, selfless and not selfish. And uh, it's all about the attitude of gratitude. And, you know, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you an amana of leadership and someone, uh, you know, especially even when it comes to deen, you know, the humility and, uh, you know, there's only one tariqah, and that's the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Uh, you cannot uh, innovate and all that. Uh, you, I mean, then you uh, automatically go out of the folds of Islam. But, uh, you know, by people's actions, the manner in, uh, in which they talk and the manner in which they um, walk also makes a big statement on them. I mean, uh, people, when they drive their cars, that alone will uh, that alone will tell you whether they're sunnah compliant or they are not compliant at all, uh, uh, Molana Salim Karim, even the, in the manner in which they make the wudu or the ablution in the uh, in the masjid, that will tell you a lot about an individual. And individuals, uh, you know, they don't realize that you know you can make out whether this person is uh, succumbing to the selective sunnah syndrome or he's co- uh, totally compliant. Uh, Molana, what's your thoughts on that? Shafat by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you see the greatest gift that Allah can give to you after iman is akhlaq. Because your iman and ibadat can be, mashallah, to the T, 
But that automatically should reflect on your akhlaq. As we say, watch your words. That's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to her quite clearly, guarantee me that you will look after two pieces of flesh. One is that piece of flesh between your tongue, between your lips, which is your tongue. And number two, between your legs, which is your private parts. Shafat Bhai, watch your words. Because Alfaz, words, dil, jeed, pi lete hai. You can win people over. Shafat Bhai, just by being polite, humble, and loving. So, apne alfaz ka khayal rakho. Be conscious of the words that you speak. Because those words, dil ko jeed bhi leti hai. Or dil ko bhi cheer deti hai. Allah Akbar. No, no. Shafat by one harsh word, one rude word, one vulgar word will rip a person to pieces. Any wound that is inflicted on the body, Shafat Bhai, with a gun, with a knife, or anything, that wound will heal. But the wound that you inflict with your tongue will be lifelong. Isliye, pehle tolo, phir bolo. Pehle stocho, phir bolo. Weigh what you have to say before you speak. And think before you ink. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, don't make a statement for which tomorrow you have to apologize. So Ramadan is going to teach us, not only in the month of Ramadan, but throughout our life. One day saw a person with a lantern, broad daylight, is walking with a lantern in the bazaar. We got load shedding. We have lanterns, we have lamps, everything, because we need lights. But broad daylight, this person is walking with a lantern. So some wise man asked him, Atmi, kya karte ho tum? Foolish man, what are you doing? With a lantern in broad daylight. So look at the answer he gave. He responded and said, Yaha sab. I'm looking for that genuine and real insan who Allah Pak said, I'm seeing people, some of them ugly looking, some of them different. I'm not looking for them. I'm looking for that insan who Allah said, Akram, who's most honored, Afzal, most valued. So we're not finding insaniyat in us, Shafat Bhai. Greed, hatred, animosity, rudeness. Allah Ta'ala loved Rasulullah so much and praised Rasulullah so much that Quran nazil kar diya. Allah Pak revealed the whole Quran. Kana khulkuhu al Quran. Rahmatul lil ala means akhlaq of the whole Quran. So your point is taken, Shafat Bhai. Look at us in the masjid. 
no salam, no greeting. We want to pick up a fight in the month of Ramadan. Boxing is taking place in the masjid. Kicking is taking place in the masjid. Swearing is taking place in the masjid. Allah Park has changed the shayateen in the month of Ramadan. That less gunas will take place, but shaitan is shaitan. He will still somewhat try to convince you to do the wrong. So respected brothers, as Shafat Bai was saying, that why this arrogance? Shafat Bai, if you want to maintain family unity, and this is the criteria, this is what we are all wishing for, that Allah Ta'ala keep our families united. Three things is important. When you speak with your family members, be generous in your language. Adab se baat karo, piyar se baat karo. Talk politely, talk with love. So be generous in your language. Imagine if I address my son or my daughter with love, I speak to her with respect. I speak to my mother, my father, my uncles, my brother, my husband, my spouse. My language is generous. Everything is jiha. You are my beloved. Ji, beta, beti. You know this word beta and beti shafat bhai? Mm. You don't know the power that he has. When somebody says, you are my beta. I may not be the biological son, but when an elderly, respectable alim or a wali of Allah said, you are my beta, what respect and honor it gives to you. When an alim says, meri beti he puts his hand on top of her scarf, and he says, yeah, Mary Betty, she's my daughter. What is that an ikram Allah Ta'ala gives to a person? So if you want to maintain family ties, be generous in your language. How do you talk to them? Number two, be patient and full of sabr. You need to be patient. At times they will drive you up the pole. They will get you extremely angry. For the pleasure of Allah. One day, Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and Rustam, who was classified as the most powerful wrestler in his time. And he always felt that whoever takes me on on a challenge, I will defeat him. So Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala said, I'll take him on. He's got so much of fakhr and pride in him. I'll take him on. And the day of the tournament, Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala pinned him to the ground in the first round. Nobody ever did that to him. So when Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala pinned him to the ground, he was totally angry and embarrassed. So he spat in the face of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. Well, that's what cowards do, opponents do, dirty tricks. So he spat in the face of Hadrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. Hadrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala immediately released his grip and left him. Rustam was shocked. Why did you release me? He asked Hadrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. You had the opportunity to finish me. But the moment I spat on your face, you this, released the grip and left me. Why did you do that? See, who is a pehelwan? Who is really a wrestler, Shafat Bhai? Who is a muscle man who can control his anger at the time of anger? 
So Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala said to him, you see, when I took you on, I did this for the pleasure of, of Allah. I knew it was sincere, not to show how strong I am, but I did this for the pleasure of Allah. And when you spat on me, anger got to me. I could have finished you there and there, but then it would never have been for the pleasure of Allah. I had to control my anger because now shaitan had come in. It's no more for the pleasure of Allah, it's for shaitan. And this is what shaitan does to us, Shafat So, three things that will help to maintain family unity, Shafat Be generous in your language. Number two, learn to be patient and forbearance. And thirdly, Shafat be courteous. This is the other thing that we take for granted in our families. I can just demand from my wife, just order her and instruct her, bring this, bring that, do this, do that. No please, no thank you. No jazakumullahu khaira, for the pleasure of Allah, can you please do this for me? No. Because we think we are entitled to be a bully and speak to whoever we want, however we want. That's why there is no muhabbat and love between us. So the third thing, Shafat Bhai, learn to be courteous. When you speak to your family, to your children, to your wife, be, be courteous. So, alhamdulillah, in the month of Ramadan, we need to build the spirituality in our homes. Make a special place in your home for ibadat. Shafat Bhai, go and look at these modern homes that we are building. First and foremost, we got is a TV room. Then we got a huge cinema in our homes. From one wall, six meter by six meter screen. Like how you go to the theater and to the cinemas, they got the acoustics and sophisticated sound system and all the different techniques. The first room we built is what? A playroom and a TV room. I want to ask our brothers and sisters no insult, I'm not trying to pick on them. How many of us have made a need to build or build our homes with a namaz room that can accommodate the whole family? The smallest room is a namaz room where only two people can fit, maximum three persons or five persons. So how are we going to create an atmosphere of deen and lillahiyat in our homes? Imagine if the father with his family of 10 children, husband, wife, parents, everyone, all after Fajr namaz, we are reading Surah Yasin, making zikr of Allah. See, in Ramadan, we make out a program before iftar. See, after Sehri, we have a program in place. And we all together as one united family, reading Quran, making dua. See, so if you want to build spirituality in your home, Allocate a place in your home that way everybody, the women folk will read their salah at home, the men folk shall go to the masjid, the Nabalik children will read their salah at home. Shafat children and adult men should go to the masjid. But for our Nafil Ibadat, what a beautiful atmosphere when mother, father, son, daughter, grandchildren all are engaged in zikrullah, somebody is crying. Somebody is making dua. Somebody is reading Nafil Namaz. Subhanallah, Nurun ala Nur. And number two, drive shaitan out of your house. 
And the biggest shaitan is the TV box. And worse than that, shaitan ka jo bara bhai, the big brother of shaitan is a cell phone. I don't need that big screen. Now I got everything on my cell phone. Hours and hours ago. Fajr Azan is going. That's the time you switch off your phone. Fajr Namaz is gone. Your Sehri is gone. Your ta'alluq with Allah is gone. The Shafat boy, my, my, my request to our brothers and sisters, Allah is giving me and you, maybe this is the last Ramadan that I will be with my family. That they will see us as a family united in the worship of Allah. So let's get our children, wives, and everybody into line, work out a program, a strategy that we could spend our time in the remembrance of Allah. Yes, it's time for sleeping, it's time for resting, it's time for ibadat. So as the husband or the father of the house, we need to play our role. فَمَنْ زُحْزِهَا عَنِ Whoever Allah will protect from the fire of Jahannam and enter them into Jannat, then verily they are the successful one. So, Shafat Bhai, I think that's the message for today. And what is it, Shafat Bhai? The other thing that will bring check and balance into our home, spirituality in our homes, the safety of a man. At the time of fitna, is he staying at home? Hadith of Rasulullah. You want to save yourself from fitna and fasad. You don't want to tangle yourself with problems. And in Ramadan, everybody's anger is on their tip of their nose. Any small thing will trigger them. So the safety of a man at the time of fitna, as Rasulullah's hadith is, is staying at home. Dharmir home. You are protected and you are safeguarded. Apne kunahu ko yaad karo or Allah se maafi maafi. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. Be khush raho ke ghaffar hai. Be happy that Allah is a ghafoor ur rahim. Whatever sins we have made, make a lot of tawbah. Or adarte raho ke kahar hai. And fear Allah. Because Allah is almighty, all powerful. And do you know, Shafat Bhai, with all the gunas that we are making, Allah Park is still saying and addressing us in a loving way. Shafat Bhai, if I insult you or hurt you, you'll call me funny names and nasty names. You'll sway me. But look at how Rahim and Kareem is Allah. That you know what Allah Ta'ala called you on your worst day, the day when you are the most troubled. Allah Ta'ala says, Ya Ibadi, Emira Banda. Hey, Mary Bandi, Allahu Akbar. What a title Allah addresses you and me. So, those Azizu, don't we think for a moment that our allegiance and obedience lies to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, may Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. The two things are very important. If we want to build ourselves spiritually, one is qiyamul layl, kera for tahajjud namaz, starting from now. Put yourself into gear and practice for tahajjud salam. Half an hour before fajr namaz. It's not a big deal, inshallah. We spend so many other times in other activities. We don't get tired. So inshallah, each one of us as parents, let's make it a duty and a rule at home that we are now going to all of us get up, help each other to get up, 
politely wake each other up when it's Fajr time or even before Fajr from the Tahajjud Salah. Two important things. Ek, Parmaya, Qiyamun Leel ki paabandi karo or dusri, Zikrullah ki paabandi karo. Engage in the Zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala grant us tawfiq and forgive our shortcomings. I don't know if you have a question or two. Well, you know, Molana, how popular you are. Don't talk about two questions. There's a whole medley of questions here. And this one uh, from a brother who says, Assalamu alaikum, Molana Salim Karima, Shafaz Ahmad Khan. Really enjoy your segments. Allah keep you all and bless you all for now and forever. Molana, I want to uh, not sound too pious and act like a, a holy fraud, but I, uh, you know, I am, he says, I am blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I get up at the Hajjud. I read my Yasin Sharif. I read my noble Quran and I make all the zikrullah. But Molana, I have one gripe. My Bibi doesn't get up, but she gets up at her own time at about seven and says, now is my bother time. Uh, don't, uh, uh, don't uh, bully me and don't tell me what to do. I need my own space. Molana, ketna badal gaya hai insan, ketna badal gaya zamana. How do you respond to brother there, Molana? First and foremost, this is his duty to wake up Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the month of Ramadan used to go and wake up Hazrat Fatima and Hazrat Ali and say, Betty and Hazrat Ali, ab Allah ki ibadat ka waqt hai. Ji? So yeah, there is no compromise. Ji? When he's getting up for Fajr namaz, namaz is not marked for anybody. A woman is giving birth before she's giving birth. She's in that severe pain, childbirth. She, nothing has happened. She's totally got her wuzu intact. It's namaz time. She will read her salah. Here is a husband who is going out of his way to be close to Allah. So Allah Park is saying to him and to all of us, O oh, you who believe, safeguard yourself and your family from the fire of Jahannam. See how beautiful Islam is. Rasulullah said, may Allah bring a smile. Not that Allah Imran. May Allah make a smile, bring a smile on a person who finds his wife sleeping. At Fajr time, he takes a bit of water and he sprinkles it on her face and says, For the love of Allah, Ujo, Allah ka ibadat ka wakti. It's now time to worship Allah. And vice versa, a wife is up for Fajr namaz, husband is sleeping. She goes to him, takes a little bit of water and sprinkles it on his face and says, Allah kili Ujo, Allah ka wakti. It's time for Rab now. It's time for ibadat now. It's time for you to connect with Allah. So there is no compromise. Gee, there is no room for, for, for any weakness here. Namaz is namaz. Otherwise, we are going to be held accountable. So, inshallah, he should use love and muhabbat and keep going and getting her up for namaz. Eventually, he should get angry for the first two times, three times, four times. But you don't give up. katra katra se samandar bantari. Keep knocking at the door, it'll eventually open. So you keep reminding her and waking her up, inshallah, Allah will conscientize her. And in your, in your tahajjud namaz, try to Allah. Allah, meri bivi ko namaz ke liye uthado. Allah, meri aulaad ko paanch wak ki namaz ki paabandi banado. Subhanallah, dua se kya asar nahi hota, dosto. So my advice to the brother, use love and muhabbat, inshallah. A tone sacrifice. Make sure she gets up for Fajr Namaz. Even if she gets angry with you, she can get angry. لا طاعة لمخلوق في ماسية الخالق 
in the disobedience of Allah, you don't listen to anybody. So she is entitled to listen to you because this is her farz and this is the duty of the husband. Uh, this question says, uh, Molana Salim Karim, Assalamu Alaikum. My papa used to buy uh, dates uh, for the masjid for the past 50 years uh, for the Ramada, Ramadan uh, iftar. Now papa has uh, passed away and I offered uh, to do the same. But the trustees have refused. They said uh, last uh, time papa bought Israeli dates. Please Molana, I'm so sad about the whole thing. Can you advise? Sifatbai, you see the enemies of Islam know how to destroy the Iman and Taqwa of the Muslims. These Israelis, may Allah's lanat and curse be on them, for the zulm and atrocities that they carry out there in Palestine. They are stealing the land of the people. They are grabbers, thieves, and I cannot find the word to describe them. They are stealing the land of the Muslim Ummah for brothers and sisters. They're planting dates there and they want to sell it in the market. Because Rasulullah said, that house where there's vinegar and kajur, that house will never be hungry. So kajur is such a great nutritious sauce that Allah has given to the Ummah. But if it's coming from land which is usurped, stolen land, cultivated there, there is no barakat and khayr. In buying that, you should totally boycott. So, you shouldn't get upset. Maybe there's alternate suppliers. Inshallah, dates are coming from Saudi Arabia. It's coming from different Arab countries. Alhamdulillah, dates are planted and imported and exported to South Africa. Buy that, inshallah, and give it to the Muslims. Subhanallah. But anything that comes from Israel, especially Kajur, do not even look at it buy it or support it or even bring it to the masjid and distribute it. It's like bringing, you know, haram wealth and coming and giving to somebody to open Rosa all their life and all the day they sacrifice for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if it's from any other supplier, alhamdulillah, the musallis or the mutawallis of the masjid should allow that, inshallah, to be distributed to all those that come to the masjid. Great sawab. At least, even if you give one mosul, of food, one kajur, one sip of water, Allah Ta'ala will grant you jannat and reward for making iftar for a brother who had been fasted. Jimolana, we are running out of time, but perhaps your parting words this evening. As I said, just make this dua. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbak wa hubba may yuhibbak. Allah, I'm asking you for your love. When Allah, I'm asking you for the love who love of those who love you. So Alhamdulillah, if you want to be successful, for successful lies indeed in the Dina, in the Allah, in Islam. Just follow the Quran, just follow the Sharia. Inshallah, life will become easy and Islam will be a great blessing and a great deed. May Allah give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana. You have a beautiful and a mashallah evening ahead. We will talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Yes, and thank uh, Lucalo for doing uh, brilliant engineering. And uh, people, uh, keep it locked on to uh, Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming and lovely nasheed interspersed. From the team and I, till we meet you again, uh, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.